How's it going, everyone? My name is Justin, uh, Portfolio Pig Face. I always come up with a different name for myself, and that one really sucked. I am here with a very good friend off of TikTok, and she has uh, been making a lot of content recently about like toxic behaviors and all that good stuff. And let me make sure that I am spelling it right. The TikTok name Mississippi Mama ninety five. Yes, is her TikTok name. Yes, M I S S I S I S S E D. How's it going? Hi, Justin. How you been? How are you? I have been pretty good, cleaning all day, doing laundry. But um, same. So. So are you allowed to say what you're about to do tonight? I actually, uh, um, probably, but, um, you can keep it hush hush for right now, just to give an update, but it is a big like thing in my personal life. So, but I will say that I did meet some, I did meet someone and he's a total sweetheart and things are progressing really well. So good. I like to hear that. Um, so what did you want to talk about today? What was your uh, agenda? Um, well, I actually have a big announcement um, mm-hmm. because I actually have been trying to get started in doing more proactive advocacy work. I actually have been in contact with a local domestic violence program in my area, and I'm just waiting to hear back from them. But um, I will officially be an actual official advocate and I will go through some training and actually I'll start advocating and also going to work on public speaking to raise awareness on domestic violence, men's issues, domestic violence against men. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're, so you're not just saying it, you're actually doing it. That's yeah, very, very good. Yeah. There's a huge difference between the two. Um, I appreciate yes. the ones who do talk about it. Um, Cause there's a lot of guys out there that just don't have the, uh, I don't know, just the mental stability to handle it. Not because they yeah. can't handle things like that, but it's like, it's the same with like women who are not believed like, Oh, you're a man. Yeah. You can't go through that. It's hard for a guy to process that and know how to handle it. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm not going to go into too specific of details, but, um, something along those lines recently happened in my personal life and sadly it was an abuse situation and and normally how it goes for men nothing came about it and she got off scot-free pretty much so yeah that's usually how it exactly. goes yeah, it's- and that and to me it shouldn't be like that that needs to change greatly um it it really is, especially I've seen it way too many times in my personal life and in the past where men have been in a domestic violence situation and they're either laughed at, scoffed at, or they're not believed, period. So that definitely needs to change. And that's honestly what I'm trying to set out to do. And, you know, I know going up against feminists on like TikTok or like major platforms like that, you know, you get, oh, the pick me comment and oh the pick basically uh, my my how i kind of make sense of their logic is they think like women like me are like one of the enemies air quotations and that um you know we're trying to get it to where we're trying to get a patriarchy back which absolutely is not the case at all and um you know like we're trying to take away women's rights and which absolutely is not the case for me. I actually am a mother of a beautiful little three-year-old boy. And honestly, it terrifies me and scares me. Um, especially if things don't change and they keep staying the way they are when he grows up and he's older, I'm terrified for him that literally a false allegation or even an accusation, not even founded, could completely destroy his life and ruin him. Absolutely and that is good. an absolutely terrifying thought. Well, it, it's 
not a men's issue or a women's issue of like being toxic is toxic. And yeah, men and women have different weapons. Men have physical weapons. Women have mental weapons. Yeah. And their opinion in the public sphere when it comes to accusations, like, yeah, they, they will make accusations or make claims that women are never believed. Well, no, a lot of them are. And the yeah. ones that are not, it's because of the women that have been caught in lies, um, which we're, we'll definitely keep it vague. Uh, I'm talking to the guy directly involved uh, on the podcast really soon. But uh, yeah, I have I have had a little insight into that situation myself. Um, I've tried staying a neutral party in that situation, but it is a very frustrating and just from my perspective and the person I am and especially what I do. It's very um, frustrating, to say the least, especially watching it happen in real time. Yeah, it's very discouraging. Uh, I, yes. I stayed silent on it for a while. Uh, I was kind of one of the last ones to say anything. Um, and it wasn't me like riding the fence at all. Like I just wanted to make sure I had all the the information I possibly could have. Um, yeah. But that's why it's so scary because even if they do admit, yeah, I lied. I, I was not telling the truth. Uh, there's no consequences for them. And Sadly, no. Um, you know, if, you know, everything does come out and the full story is told. Um, sadly, yeah, that is most likely what will happen. Nothing will come about it. No repercussions for the person that made the accusations and everybody's going to move on. Well, and sadly, it that should not happen. Well, there's nothing to desensitize or disincentivize rather. Um, people not lying about you. Like there's yeah. defamation of character. Um but that's what we're seeing right now with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Yeah. Uh, there's a precedent going to be sent that, oh, you can get in trouble if you lie now, which has always been the case, but men rarely come yeah. forward. Uh, and uh, what is it? Um, it's usually men going after other men or false allegations or like lying about business and stuff. Um, yeah. So it's rarely ever this. And, I forgot her name. It was uh, the woman who said, have you ever seen guys so excited about a domestic violence case before? Like really condescending. Yes. Uh, it, that just, it just irritated me in my soul when I saw that. I'm just like, can you not like seriously? Nah, it's like, can we not do this about such a serious issue. It's even though it's a uh, defamation lawsuit, it sets, honestly, to me, a president in the right direction, right. especially for men in domestic abuse situations. And also, you know, it'll set the precedent that, you know, women absolutely can and do lie mm -hmm. about situations like this. So I honestly think it's heading in the right direction that it needs to. So I, yeah, I will admit I am excited. Because I am a man who was abused by women. I was abused by my mom. And uh, just the complete sense of helplessness when you are told, no, you're a boy. You, you don't get, you can't get hurt. There's nothing that can hurt you. You're supposed to be strong and be vigilant. And if you let a woman hurt you, that means you're not a man. Real men don't let women hurt them. And just this stigma. And yeah, it came from other men, but it also, I heard it from women too. Like my mom yeah, would say. I've, I've honestly heard it more frequently in my own personal experience, my own personal experience. I'm not speaking for other people, but I've honestly heard it more frequently from women than men. And that's, that's the saddest thing of all, especially now in society, it's women are pressing for, you know, men to be more in touch with their emotional side, to come forward with allegations, to come forward with like stories of abuse and then they get shut down. And it's like, well, what do you really want? Do you want men to, you know, try to be healthy functioning human beings or do you just want to be more performative and just, you know, say, say stuff just to hear yourself talk and, you know, not follow through. Like, well, they want their cake and they want to eat it too with a scoop of ice cream on the side. 
Um, they want it both ways. The, the toxic feminists who are trying to sweep this whole thing under the rug, they, they claim they want equality. No, they want special treatment. They want all the upsides yeah. of being a man, but they don't want any of the downsides. Um, and there's downsides on both sides, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. But true equality is accepting what comes with that. And this whole yeah. Amber Heard situation, she's being held accountable. I mean, there are some people who defend her, and I don't know how much oxygen they're allowed to have in their brain, uh, but I don't think it's a lot. I don't know if they're uh, No, especially if, if you're there's blatant evidence in this case of what she did and they're still going on their way to defend her. It's uh, just mind boggling to me. The main clip that they use is Johnny yelling at her saying, you, you're not a uh, mother. You're not a teacher. So stop trying to be controlling. Stop trying to control me. They were claiming that was abuse. Do they expect someone who's abused just to sit there and take it and be a pacifist? not to say anything at all or get angry and yell like, Oh, he yelled to being abused. That means he's the abuser. He's the real abuser. Yeah. Abuse victims. They have a moment where they snap. And yeah, because you you put up with the abuse for so long and so long. And literally it just digs on your skin, eats away with you. And then you finally snap and then, Oh no, you're the bad guy. Oh Yeah. I was the bad guy uh, in my relationship because I put my foot down and said, you are emotionally neglecting me. You are, you are gaslighting me. You are using me and I'm tired of it. And I want this relationship to be fair. And then I turned out to be a narcissist, toxic man. As soon as I put my foot down, um, you can only put up with so much. Yeah. And I think, do you remember that whole series? Uh, what was it? It was when I started saying no to my partner. Um, I have seen a bunch of those videos on like the the friends part of TikTok where it shows your friends videos. But I don't think I was around specifically like when you were doing that exactly. Mm-hmm. But I've been like combing through your videos. So if you see like me looking at your page, it's literally me watching, trying to watch your videos in chronological order. Just to get like the scenario of what's going on, because there's a lot of videos on that. But yeah, I, I honestly understood exactly where you were coming from. And I just want to throw this out there because I am a woman. I've been around women, women, well, toxic women, because I can generally say most women don't do this, but toxic women definitely do do this. They withhold affection withhold sex, use it as a bargaining chip and a manipulation tool. And if, you know, on TikTok, like, well, no, we don't do that. We're just tired and blah, blah, blah. Well, most of the time, yes, that is the case because I, um, towards the end of my, my marriage, um, that's ending. And, you know, looking back, yeah, at the end of my marriage, I was very tired. I was burnt out and, Mm -hmm you know, and I felt really unappreciated and my emotional needs were not getting met. And as a woman, that's a really important to us is our emotional needs getting met. Mm, absolutely. So then, you know, our men's physical needs can get met, but I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel appreciated. I felt very neglected emotionally. And so the physical intimacy just died out. Same for me. And, uh, yeah. People's response to that, and I can tell they're toxic women, the ones that don't like it very much. They're like, well, you yes. should have communicated your needs. Well, I did. Well, you should have talked about it more. I did. Uh, that was my last off, like my last ditch effort to get through to them. Um, they were cheating on me the whole entire time, so I'll just wait. I wasted my time. But they said, you shouldn't have been telling her no. I was like, you tell a woman that. Tell a woman that she should not be saying no to her man. And see what reaction you get. Um, there's a perception that men are just these horn dogs that want it all the time. I will tell you, as a man, love doing that. I don't want it all the time. Yeah. I There are other things that I want to do with my life other than that. And unless I'm really connecting with someone, I can't do that. Uh, I, did, yeah. I did go through a phase where I was being self-destructive and just hooking up with anyone who flashed <laughs> me a smile. But that... I would still go home and cry myself to sleep because I was alone. I 
was unfulfilled. Yeah. And, and I will say recently, because my marriage ended recently, yeah, I, for about a month and a half, I went through that where, you know, self-destructive, self-sabotage and, you know, going home and crying myself to sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel that in the deepest part of my soul, honestly, um, men have feelings too. And I know, you know, that yes. but I'm saying it for the ones that don't think that we do. And then the ones who find it unattractive for a man to be expressive and in touch with himself and his emotions. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be with a woman that wants to leave me as soon as I cry or like something affects me or touches my heart. Like some, I mostly cry to things that touches my, like touches my heart. Um, movies, songs, I'll, I'll shed some tears. And if a woman finds that unattractive, I don't want to be with them in the first place. There is no place for them in my heart. I uh, wouldn't want to deal with them. I dealt with that for years, six years of being made fun of because uh, a movie made me cry. Being called a big baby. Like, and see, like, emotionally to, to me, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you didn't. No, no. And I, it doesn't have to be all trim and perfect. Like, this is a flow <laughs> of ideas. Well, just to me, that like boggles my mind because me personally, the kind of woman I am, I'm very, I'm a sentimental crybaby. So like songs and movies and like different things, like I'll cry at the drop of a hat. Like, like it's nobody's business. Like me and my mom were watching Mighty Joe Young uh, a few oh. years ago. We were sitting there on sitting there at the end of the movie just bawling her eyes out and so the kind of person I am that's who I am and the kind of woman I am to me that honestly is so attractive to me and that a man can express his emotions that he can cry like I told my exes before it, you can cry like it is okay for you to cry like especially you know like the nurturing side of me actually comes out. And I literally sat there with my exes, just holding them like with their head on my chest and just letting them cry into me. And I'm like, and I had so much respect for them because they were literally opening up and showing their emotions. And to me, that is so, you know, so such an intimate thing. And, you know, it, to me, it is so important like to make, to make your man feel secure where he can express those emotions, you know, in a healthy way. And, you know, seeing all these toxic women, you know, say that it, it's unattractive, you know, I don't like it. And I'm like, why? And, and honestly, to me, it can be like such a relieving thing too, like to just sit there with your partner and just ball like sometimes it's mm. needed like you both just sit there and just cry and cry and cry and cry your eyes out and i'm just like this is such a big relief we need we should do this like once a week <laughs> well see when you say that i feel like it's genuine but there are toxic women who will say you know i i want my man to cry i want him to express himself but then they will use it as tools in an argument they'll use them as weapons and uh so yeah it's a, a lot of guys get defensive like there was this one relationship I was in, I couldn't open up because I opened up before, got burned. I was like, hey, it's going to take me some time to trust you. It's not anything with you. It has everything to do with what I've been through. So just give me time. And it just, they wanted me to speed up the process. I'm like, you can't cut your arm and then just scream at it for it to heal. You have to give it time. It's a deep wound that I have, uh, deep in my wound lands, uh, that... <laughs> that I just have to get through and just give me time. She wouldn't give me time. And it just, it, it just wasn't healthy. So I had to leave. Um, but yeah, with the right woman, I'll definitely be myself. I'll, I'll let my, and honestly, I don't really care. Even if I like a girl, I don't care. I'll, if I'm watching a sad movie and there has to, it's something to do with brothers or a father and son. And it's a sentimental moment. Sprinklers, sprinklers <laughs> yeah. out of my eyes. I can't help it. It touches my heart. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really tough being a guy wanting to share your emotions and then being afraid it's going to be used as a weapon. That is so terrifying for us. Uh, 
like I said before, men have feelings. If anyone's listening to this and, do- and doesn't believe me, men have feelings. We feel pain. We feel depression. We feel anxiety. We feel everything you feel. And just because you're afraid of us, and rightfully so in some cases, uh, a lot of us just want to be appreciated and loved the same way women want to be appreciated and loved. But it, it comes to a point where toxic people need to be held accountable, even if they're our friends, even if they're our family. When you don't hold people accountable, it gives them agency to continue this behavior and hurting others. So that's why um, I'm really excited for the po- uh, podcast with Brian. Uh, so we can hold some people accountable uh, for the things that they have done that could have hurt, could have ended his life, honestly. From what I've been reading up on. And to me, that is very, very unfortunate because stuff like that happens all too commonly to men. That's uh, false allegations, in my opinion, is probably one of the biggest issues men face right now. And it is just so disheartening. It really is. And, you know, I tried you know, mediating a little bit in that situation. So. I mean, you can only do so much. If someone's not willing to receive what you have to say, you can talk until you're blue in the face and it wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I tried to come from a place of tough love because I I like them. I like the person. But when you're truly sorry for something, you never make excuses. Like everything yes. in your body, you want to say, well, this is why. Well, it doesn't matter why. You could have had any reason why, and it still wouldn't have been a good legitimate reason. Um, I don't know. I hope you guys, if I ever do something terrible to someone, please hold me accountable. I hope you guys. Oh, trust me. I definitely will. And yeah. <laughs> bitch slap <laughs> me with some honesty. Just because the kind of person I am, I will definitely hold you accountable. And I'm the kind of person, if you're being an asshole, I'll say, hey. You're being an asshole and you need to stop. <laughs> well, I know if it's coming from you guys, then it must be I am doing something wrong. And I'll, I am a pretty defensive person. I will try to defend myself just for the sake of myself. And, but I will self-reflect and I will look at, okay, maybe I should have said it differently. Maybe I should have thought about it from a different perspective because we're all capable of saying the wrong things. Um, but ultimately, just their reaction to the criticism Criticism is not a negative. It's not. It can be. Especially in a constructive way. And that's what I try to do with people is give them constructive criticism. Because I tell people all the time, Mm -hmm. you can be blunt, but be like more, you know, nice about it and not be a giant jerk. Mm -hmm. Because people usually associate being a blunt person with, oh, you're just an asshole and you're mean. Which, no, it's not the case. I'm a very blunt person, and I try to be anyway. And you know, and people will tell me, oh, you're, like, really nice. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you can be blunt and not be an asshole very easily. So, Well, I've been told I have an <coughs> asshole face. And when I do say something, even genuinely, it comes off as uh, talking down or grandstanding. I'm like, I can't help my voice. I can't help my face. So it, yeah. if it sounds like I'm being mean, I'm definitely not. Um, yeah, it's uh, really difficult. Oh, you're fine. Don't apologize for being sick. How dare you be sick? How you dare be a human with an immune system? Ugh. Well, I wasn't getting sick. I swallowed air wrong. How did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm the kind of person I do that all the time. I choke on my own spit. So that's similar. (coughs) Exercise those demons. (laughs) I feel the spirit spirit in the chilies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're good. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you survived. That would have been a bummer of a podcast if you uh, passed out. Well, that would have been interesting, though. So, it would have been. I mean, would have got some excitement. Yeah, <laughs> we had some traction. 
Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm glad we're doing this, and I'm excited to get other people on. I, I think there's going to be a podcast where I'm going to have at least four people on at the same time. I'm trying to get that uh, that organized, but um, I honestly think that would be awesome. So it would be great. I don't know. Like I don't. I, I'm going to spitball an idea with you, and we're not going to have. We don't have to say their names, but the people that are involved right now in this situation. Yeah. I wonder if they'd all be willing to all come on because I know one of them doesn't follow me anymore. Um, but the other ones that are affected by this person, they are following me. So yeah. I wonder if they would be willing to do that. And of course there's going to be the accusation. I'm trying to get clout off of their situation. No, it's that you can't talk about these things on TikTok openly and you can only make three minute videos. Yeah, doing it on podcast. It's long form. It'll all be recorded. Um, no making excuses. You know, I don't. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if Brian would be uh, comfortable talking to them, but it's something that I'd be interested in doing. I honestly think they would be to- uh, completely interested in that. You know, it's just I'm. Just very disappointed in the reaction. Uh, so am I, especially, um, you know, I try to stay as quiet on this subject as possible. I try not to say anything, um, but just personally, I'm very disappointed, especially with their content recently. Um, to me, it shows they are not even acknowledging what happened. They're not even acknowledging what they did. Right. So that's the thing that bothered me the most because I had an idea of what she did, but um, I, I didn't know it was like that, that severe. Um, I've talked with Brian privately and I have shared some things that I've experienced. Um, and we're both going to talk about that. Um, I don't know. He's, he just seems like a misunderstood person. And I, Apparently, he had a thing with Savannah, the the doxing queen. Um, yeah. Had a thing with her, and I, I did a lot of research on that. Turned out everything that she said was false as well. So I'm also, with the uh, podcast with Brian, I'm collecting audio files, and we'll be playing those so everything has context. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really thankful for you. I'm thankful for Lizzie. I'm thankful for Fair Freedom, um, the Dadvocate, Manicured Mom. Thankful for all you guys because it's it's literally given me the the courage to speak forward about my abuse and what I've been through and what other men have been through, and that we have a right to speak. We have a right to say what we don't like when it comes to how we are mistreated by women, and that we want women to be held accountable. And hearing you guys back us up, and even in the smallest ways, means the fucking world to me. So I really appreciate you guys. Um, I always have your back, for sure. All of you, any of you listening to this right now, I have your back. Um, And I know that I'm glad that we all hold each other accountable. It would be so hypocritical of us to not hold each other accountable. And just seeing yeah. the reaction of trying to hold someone accountable and saying, hey, well, maybe this person's right. You know, and th- their reactions was very disheartening because I thought she was one of y'all. I thought she was another woman that got it. And then, nope. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stuff like that is very uh, disheartening. But honestly, in the long run, stuff like this will come out. And in the end, it will definitely show who is serious, who's really about, you know, what they talk about and, um, you know, who is just being performative or, you know, the truth about who they really are eventually comes out in the end. So. I don't know. It's, it sucks. It really sucks. it, It really does. Especially I had a lot of, um, high hopes for this person and just to be, disappointed it's um i've had 
I've had uh, conversations with her, and knowing what I know now, I'm kind of just even more disgusted uh, with everything. And, uh, you know, because it, it is really hard for me to share parts of myself and things that have happened, and even doing it on TikTok, it's been very difficult. And doing it on the podcast, it's very difficult. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> this is... This podcast really is just my diary. It's, it's my therapy session. It's my hangout session. Um, it's everything. And uh, I'm glad that I can get you guys on here. Because I love watching your videos, but I'm like, give me more, please. Not just three minutes. Like, I could listen to them talk <laughs> for ten minutes. Which that is an option now for some. My account warning is still activated, so I'm, I, there's so many features that I don't have access to. TikTok. Sadly, the 10 minute one is not a feature for me. I wish it was because there's so much I could talk about. Right. Um, especially uh, one of my followers asked me to because sadly I am coming out of a domestic violence situation. And um, one of my followers asked me to tell you know the story of what happened. Well, right now it is actually an open case. And so I can vaguely talk about it, but not go into real in-depth detail right now, just for legal reasons. Right. And, you know, I don't want to hurt, hurt my son's case, but um, yeah, there is actual legitimate child abuse that happened. And so, um, so I can just vaguely talk about it or vaguely reference it, but in you know, when, you know, when I can, I'll definitely go in depth and, you know, talk about it and, you know, tell the story of what happened. But right now I'm kind of like. Your hands are tied. Yeah. Well, or, you know, metaphorically, they got me by the balls. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, eventually you will speak about it and I will uplift yeah. that message. I'll promote it. Um I don't know. It, it just seems. I know it might be discouraging for you, especially with what we were just talking about. When you catch someone in a lie, there is a discouraging thought that goes through your head. Like, will will anyone believe me? And my yes. thought process is that I believe any accusation. I will believe I will not go after the person they're accusing, but I will believe them because I'd rather believe a thousand women get it wrong. Nine hundred and ninety nine times. And that one woman that was telling the truth, as long as she was believed, that's all that matters. Um, If it comes out that they are lying, then I will retract my support. Um, But just because women have lied about this kind of stuff does not mean women should still not come forward. Even if you do get met with, oh, you're lying. um, I actually encourage women all the time to come forward with their abuse, um, to come forward. Because just because... And sadly, that's the majority of what takes the forefront is those false accusations, you know, the liars, and they're the loudest. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it is so discouraging just from a domestic abuse survivor myself and, you know, my current situation going on. It is so disheartening and heartbreaking that that gets the most attention and that gets the most traction when there are thousands of people every day being abused that need help. Mm-hmm. And now because one person either for whatever reason decided to lie, those legitimate victims are not going to be believed because of that. And that is so, I have literally sat down and, on the floor in the ball crying because because of like the Brian situation going on right now or others like that people have literally asked me in my real life off of the app look that's one thing I'm very fortunate for is nobody's asked in comments or I haven't even gotten troll comments on this thankfully um but in my real life People have literally asked for the abuse photos of my 
son as mm-hmm. definite proof that it happened. And I, I just blows none my of their mind business. that it has to come to that because one person decided to lock. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, I think the majority of them tell the truth, but it does cast doubt for the small percentage that do lie. Yeah. Sadly. And I rather believe a liar than not believe someone who's telling the truth. Exactly. And I, I just, for men as well, like that's, I think anyone who has been through situations like that should come forward. And the, the woman that we're talking about, you know, I don't think she really understands the weight of what she did. And I think she's doing that as a defense mechanism. So it doesn't completely send her into a mental breakdown, but what she did was almost ruin a man's life. And she piled on knowing she even told him, I have to make people think I'm on their side on this. I'm sorry that I'm doing this, but I have to do this. She didn't have to do that. She wanted to do that because her feelings were not reciprocated. Yeah. And that is one of the main reasons why people lie is because their love was not matched or they have vitriolic hatred towards someone. Yep. Um, it's crazy what those feelings can make us do. It, they're wonderful things. Like love is a wonderful thing. Yeah. But the fact that you love someone so much, you can reverse that energy into something negative because they didn't reciprocate it. Um, it wasn't love, actually. I'll, I'll retract that statement. It was an obsession. I can confidently say that. That was. I, I, I honestly, I will openly admit I have been there myself and it was not fun <laughs> to say the least. But you're not making excuses about it. We've all like, let me just no. say this. Like I am far from perfect. I have done some pretty crappy things. I have, I have hurt people. I've lied to like save my face and stuff. I've never done something so terrible that, Oh, if it comes out, my life is ruined. I I don't have any of those things, but I, I have been shitty to people. Like everyone has the capability of doing that, but to make excuses for it, that's when it, when it becomes unforgivable. Like you can redeem yourself. You can be forgiven for things, but when you say, well, I did it because I was in a really low place. Well, yeah, you may have been, but when you're truly sorry, you don't make excuses. You just move forward, accept it, own what you did, strive to be better tomorrow. That's the only yeah. thing you can do. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, me too. I'll, I will be the first person to tell anybody that I have fucked up. I have screwed up. I have made mistakes in my life. I mean, I actually used to be an addict. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I've been uh, sober since 2015. So, congratulations! Um, it has not been easy, but it has been manageable. Um, I got pregnant at 19. I had my daughter at 20. I, um, yeah, I've hurt people. I've thrown people under the bus to save face. Too, I will wholeheartedly come out and say that, and I am in no way shape or form a perfect person. I make mistakes just like anybody else. But the difference is I own up to my mistakes and I'll do, I'll continue to do that. And just because those things happened, it doesn't make you any less wonderful. You're still a great person. It doesn't make anybody a bad person when they make mistakes. Now, if you continually keep making those mistakes and you purposely right. do it and you take no accountability, then yeah, you're a bad person, right. but we're human. We're fallible. We're going to make mistakes. Whether you want to admit it or not, you will make a mistake at some point or another. Right. So I, I couldn't not have said it better myself. That is exactly the sentiment that I feel when it comes to those situations. Cause yeah, none of us are perfect. We all fall short from grace. We all, but the cool thing about grace is that you can always get back to it. Um, yeah. But I, I'll one of the I mentioned that for, for this. There is religion being brought into it now, and I get it. You you want to be absolved, uh, but here on earth, you have the law of the land. There is the court law, and there's the law of the people. And when you 
want to avoid the accountability of the public perception, um, that's when it gets a little bit dicey. Um, in her situation, the way she should have responded is that, you know what, they're right. I can't, I shouldn't talk about this stuff. I shouldn't talk about men's issues because I was talking, I, I was the reason for two of them. And, but even if, even still, she could still talk about it, but be very blunt and honest. I caused this. This is why it's wrong and why women, you should stop doing it now before it's too late. That should, that's who she should be speaking to in those situations. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, especially if you do something like you said, that causes two of the main issues that men face. Absolutely. No, you should not be speaking on men's issues. You need to walk away, step back, redirect your focus somewhere else, but also definitely take accountability because you literally did something that could have detrimentally destroyed someone's life or worse. And, you know, a lot of these women, these toxic women don't realize the weight or on the even worse and they do and they don't care. And sadly, I see that all the time on TikTok where you have these toxic women where they literally give out crappy advice, how to ruin men's lives, um, you know, how to manipulate them, cheating on them and stuff like that. And they just don't care. And that is literally... It, it is mind boggling to me how you could do that to somebody that, you know, I, and honestly myself, I don't hate men at all. Honestly, I think you man, I think y'all are just awesome, especially <laughs> like literally I have literally seen this with my own eyes because I used uh, back in high school, I was one of the boys <laughs> where I would <laughs> hang out with my male friends and this Blew my mind how men could do this, where they will sit in a room all together or doing completely separate things from each other. And it's literally like they have one collective mind and they're like telepathically communicating with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and not even say a word. And that like blew my mind. I'm like, how are y'all doing that? Like, it's, it's, it's what? Power. yeah like (laughs) men have actual telepathy as their superpower and honestly that's just mind-boggling to me and i think i find that so awesome or you know so like there's the stuff like that just makes men awesome like i cannot hate y'all for stuff like that and you know be terrible Oh, oh, trust me. I was actually just about to make that point because trust me, I um, had a very abusive father growing up. My um, uh, fa- my father was actually the first man to ever traumatize me before any boyfriend could, sadly. Um, and honestly, gave me my first traumatic memory, sadly. But, you know, men are just as capable of doing crappy stuff as women. But it's more socially accepted when women do it and are so blatantly open about it. And and that's why I also do what I do to change that societal view that it's okay for women to do shitty stuff and get away with it when they need to be held accountable. I had a uh, conversation with a feminist and I was like, how would you feel if a man who was falsely accused sexual assault went to prison she told me well there's a lot of men who get off of that like they don't go to jail so if he has to go to jail at least a man is getting punished for a crime like but he didn't do it though she's like it doesn't matter there's so many that get off like barely barely um yeah that's the thing though when men are convicted of a crime majority of the time they're not going to get off that easy like it's Because a lot of these toxic women, they think, you know, either they don't have a complete grasp of how that stuff works or they just don't care to look into it. But the legal system, especially in the U.S., is a very broken system, very slow system. So even if 
a man was falsely accused and went to jail and, you know, say got his name cleared and everything that can take decades, not like a week, a month, decades, especially you hear it all the time where men are getting set free after spending like 30 plus years in jail on a lie. Yeah. And that that's over 30 years of their life that they can't get back over a lie. And that just blows my mind Mm -hmm. that these toxic women and these toxic feminists are like, you are literally destroying people's lives to where they can't get huge chunks of their life back. Like where they're in their sixties Oh. And they can't get that back. And they they think that that's okay, which, no, that's not okay. It's akin to killing someone. It's almost dying. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the, the thing is, justice would be more swift, more efficient if false allegations would stop. We would have a lot yes. of people getting served their justice if the lie stopped. You know, the courts, they... Yes. they like you said, yeah, the court system is very slow. It would stop being slow if legitimate crimes were reported and they were the only ones that were reported. And yeah. it's it blows my mind they don't understand that. Um, and that's me as a man. That's my biggest fear is being lied on or being cheated on. I being I'd rather be cheated on than lied on though. Um, that's why in any interaction I have with a woman. Um, I always keep receipts. I always make sure if we are going to hang out in person, it's always in a public place, not by ourselves unless I really trust them. Uh, But I, I still protect myself. I I make sure that I have the proof if something were to come forward and, and be, be accused of. Um, Yeah. And it sucks that I have to do that because I, I I would never do that to a woman ever, but the fact that I know that I could be lied on about it, it that just terrifies me. I, I it's hard to trust uh, today. It really is. This yeah, used it, to be it, a problem. It really is. Like even just me as a woman, I've had absolutely terrible things happen to me at the hands of another woman, and. Um, I've been sexually assaulted by other women. Um, and um, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I've been sexually assaulted by another woman. I've been lied on. I've literally had hundreds of dollars literally scammed out of me by someone who was supposedly my best friend at the time, but sadly it went to fueling a drug habit. And <clears throat> It just blows my mind <clears throat> that society women are conditioned that doing stuff like that is okay and it's acceptable. And I want to change that because not only are toxic women doing stuff like that to men, they're doing it to other women too. And they're hurting women also. And, you know, I've seen it on like uh, Yo Lizzie's TikTok where, you know, these toxic feminists, they say like, we're boy moms that we're raising future abusers. And it's, it's, that's terrible. Asinine. Like, um, especially my, my son is such a little sweetheart. He is absolutely kind. One of the most kind, gentle souls you'll ever meet. Like he's literally, the type of little boy, he'll see a dandelion and go pick it and give it to his mama. <laughs> Good boy. And, and so he is such a little sweetheart and it terrifies me that he's growing up in a world where there are these toxic women that are the loudest voices and, you know, stuff like that is okay and it, it scares me for when he's older if things don't change. So that's why you have Women like me, like the dad forget, Emily King, Yo Lizzie, uh, Fair Freedom, and um, Cash is another one. I'll mention her. I absolutely love her content, too. She's another one. Green Cow. Because we are getting tired of these toxic 
feminists, these radical feminists, these toxic women speaking over us, trying to talk for us. And it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. I don't even remotely believe the same stuff you do. Why are you speaking for me? Let me speak for myself. Mm-hmm. And it gets very old, especially it's, it's never fails. It's the same regurgitated arguments over and over and over again. And it just gets tiring and exhausting hearing it over and over again. Like I've gotten multiple, luckily I have my comments filtered on TikTok where I've gotten multiple pick me comments. And in one of my videos, I literally said, I am the farthest thing from a pick me because I don't do anything for male validation. I literally do. I, people who know me in my personal life know that I am one of the most stubborn (laughs) people you will ever meet. So if I don't want to do something, you're not going to make me like you will not get me to do something if I don't want to do it. And so I literally don't do anything for anybody's validation. I don't do anything for male validation. Uh, So, and you know, that also, that's also harmful too, because they're, because I mean, like there are pick me's pick me's are real, but they're misusing what it means. And so it's taking away the impact of what it actually is. And when you actually meet someone who actually fits that criteria, nobody's going to believe you or there's like, oh, you brush it off. Right. Well, the pick me is literally someone who validates every behavior, even the bad ones. You clearly yep. say what's wrong. You, you clearly yep. say what's not acceptable. Um, I've never thought of you as a pick me ever. And that is, you're, if you're a pick me for saying the, the right things, not the right things that guy want, guys want to hear, but you're saying the right things that are just universally true. That's not pick me. That is just stating a fact. Um, well, I will say this. If that makes me a pick me, I'll be the biggest fucking pick me <laughs> in the world. If saying stuff that needs to be heard or like you said, is universally true. I will um, own that until I am dead. I will be the biggest fucking pick me in the world, especially I'm actually doing stuff out of, outside of tiktok i'm not just being performative which yes we need definitely need people to speak on men's issues we really do but i'm also doing stuff in real world to actually help make proactive change that's wonderful Um, i've been called the simp just because i'm not disrespectful to women i know that that just irritates me that that's being misconstrued too it's like just because a guy respects women doesn't make him a simp I mean, like it's ridiculous. They should see my content. I've challenged women a lot. I challenge them as yes. much as I do men. I hold all them accountable. All of the time. You challenge women all of the time on your channel. So how are you a simp? I'm definitely not a simp. <laughs> exactly. Definitely not a pick me either. You know, I, no. I don't know. I think as a man, you should be able to challenge a woman's thought process. And I think as a woman, you should be able to challenge a man's thought process. We, we exactly. can't like it, that, limit. that is the point of having discourse and discussions is really to challenge each other's thought process and, you know, make people think. And that's what we do. But no, we know, shouldn't make people think. Advocacy and stuff like that is really to challenge people's preconceived notions and be like, think for a minute and be like, wait, hold up. Right. So I don't, I don't know. It's it's frustrating. But you know what? If it was easy. We probably wouldn't be doing it right now. Um, exactly. Uh, anything especially, worth doing is difficult. Especially like the women who are advocating, all of us who are advocating for men's issues and stuff like that. It is an uphill battle. Uh, uh, and I'll admit there's been a few times where even I said, I want to quit. It, like, I, I can't do this. But then, like you said earlier in the podcast, when you said like, me and the advocate and Emily King and Yo Lizzie and uh, Fair Freedom doing what we do, like gives you so much hope. And also just today, one of my male followers who is actually a content creator, I actually highly, highly respect. And um, the metal cowboy, I highly respect him as a content creator. His video, this was before I put my makeup on. I got teary eyed and I started crying a little bit because he said, don't stop what you're doing. We need more women like you to speak and raise awareness. And also another one of my followers, 
oh God, he is an absolute sweetheart. Um, he also made a video saying that people like you are the reason why I'm still here. And yes, that my jaw literally dropped. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. And I, I literally started bawling. Because, Whether it's and, um, big or small. Yeah, because stuff like that, is, it's important to us. Like, we need to hear stuff like that. Like, <clears throat> what we have to say, you guys need to hear. But also what you guys have to say, we need to hear too. And stuff like that just makes my fucking day. Well, like, it's nice to be appreciated. <laughs> it's nice to know what you mean. Um, I was talking to one of my friends. She felt so unheard and like not validated and felt misunderstood all that stuff and i just i told her no you are wonderful you are extremely amazing uh don't let other people's perceptions and misunderstandings lessen your value they cried <laughs> like fuck i didn't want you to cry now i have to like do something funny to make you laugh but no i think it's very important i do this with my guy friends i do this with my friends that are girls um i will tell them i love you I, I like I tell them I care about them that they mean a lot to me. I'm always there for them if they have, if they need me. I always have their back, and you need to hear that reassurance. It it lets you know that it's not just one sided. Uh, whether it's friendships, relationships, family, whatever it is, you have to let people know that you love them. And I do love you a lot. I really am grateful for you and everything that you say and do. And I'm very proud of you. I can't wait to see what you accomplish. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh. You're so sweet. Oh, oh we God. got diabetes. It's so sweet in here. Oh, my goodness. No, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, crying I, in their cars. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to be crying <laughs> in the car later. Heading up to hang out with my special friend. Just, no. Like, oh my God, what's wrong? No cry. <laughs> Justin made me cry. He said nice things to me. Who's <laughs> Justin? Who's Justin? <laughs> Folks out. Alpha male behavior right there, making yeah. women cry because you're so nice. <laughs> I'm so mean, I make them cry. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> well. Oh, watch out. You might be TikTok's newest bad boy, Justin. No, I'm going to be it. <laughs> I'm going to be the baddest bitch of them all. I'm going to take Drew's spot, but not be toxic. Ooh. Yeah, Drew, you heard it here first, lady. Bad bitch. That's who I'm going to be. I appropriate women's I'm culture. For it. I will support you all the way. <laughs> I'll even wear really nice nails. I'd be like, oh, I can't get this. Oh, stupid. I'll get her. Well, this, I think we've, we're close to an hour right now. Um, is there anything that you want to leave the podcast with and uh, where people can find you? Um, yeah, you can actually find me on TikTok. I uh, um, don't have any other socials that I really, um, really active on regularly other than that. Mm -hmm. um, but you can definitely find me, uh, Mississippi Mama. It's spelled like the state just with a lowercase m uh, underscore 95. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely find me on TikTok. Um you know, if you want to watch my content, shameless promotion. <coughs> um, but also, um, because I am going to draw attention to it, the program I am hopefully going to be partnering with is called Project Response out of Auburn, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And it is a great organization. They've helped a lot of people. Um, they actually helped me getting out of my situation. Wonderful. And... Um, so it is a really great program, and hopefully here soon, I definitely will be starting raising awareness and public speaking, and hopefully I can find other platforms to go on to to um, help Well, you got grow. this one right here. You got this platform right over here. Anytime you want to come on and speak about that kind of stuff, just let me know. We'll set something up. Yeah, definitely watch well, her videos. And I was, and I was also going to say, Justin, anytime you want to have me on here, I will. Uh, I'll just have to do. I have a full time job, but like my schedule, you know, allowing it, mm -hmm. I am game. Anytime you want to have me on, you're, I absolutely love it. Yeah, you're definitely coming um, back on. <laughs> I definitely probably will in the future. Um, but yeah, and like my parting words and my final words is, "Men, you matter." 
you are important. You're allowed to have feelings. You are allowed to have emotions. This is coming from a woman. And also stay strong, Kings, because y'all are awesome. Like men really are important and we really do need them. (laughs) 10 inch pythons over here. Well, that means more than you will ever know. We appreciate that. Uh, This has been Mississippi Mama underscore 95. Her name is Abigail and she is my friend. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk a little bit more after the podcast is over. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, anytime. (laughs) You guys stay, stay gangsta.